Today's shir begins 13 lines from the top. You'll notice a new Mishnah. The bow tie marking that you see in the text follows from the bow tie that you saw on the previous daf, on daf mem dal where we feature Tiglachas Tuma, here Tiglachas Hatahara. The haircut taken at the end of a successfully completed Nazirus observance. Successfully meaning without the Tuma consideration. Or even if there was Tuma, but at the end of the properly observed balance of the Nazirus, we have a haircut taken in Tahara. Tahara meaning purity. The Mishnah. Tiglachas Hatara Ketzad. Hoyo Ketzad meaning how does it take place? Hoyo Mevi Gimel Behemos. The Nazir, upon the completion of his Nazirus, he brings three animal sacrifices. Chatos, Oila, Ushlamim. A sin offering, a burnt offering, and the Shlomim, peace offering. Veshochet es Shlomim. Umegaleach alehem, divrei Rebbe Yehuda. He slaughters the shlomim, and based on the offering of the shlomim, he takes the haircut. That's the opinion of Rebbe Yehuda. Rebbe Lozer Omer, lo hoyemegaleach elo al hachatos. The haircut would be taken after the chatos is sacrificed. Shachatos kaidemes bechol mokayim. The first sacrifice to be offered, wherever a series of sacrifices is offered, is the chatos. V'im gilach al achas mishloshton yotza. If, however, he offered another sacrifice first, and based on that, he uh, he took his haircut, he is nevertheless fulfilling his obligation. Reb Shimon ben Gamliel Oimer. Hevi Gimel Behemos, below Piresh, a Nozir who brings three animals and doesn't identify them verbally, doesn't sanctify them specifically. The one that's fit to be brought as a chatos will be offered as a chatos. A chatos comes from a female goat or sheep uh, within a year of age, a one year old animal, and that would be the one fit to be a chatos. The Ola comes from a male uh, type animal, uh, a male sheep or uh, or goat. That would be fit for the Ola. Rashi says, Keves Zohar Ben Shnaso, a sheep uh, of one year old. And the one, the Shlomim, Tikrav Shlomim. A Shlomim is a two year old ram in the case of a Nazir. As you can see, we have a rather long Tanaic source and it will continue till the Mishnah on Omid Beis. On the side of the Gemara, we have a Nosei topic heading, Droshos al HaPosuk, Vagilach HaNozir Pesach al A number of different approaches to explain, to Darshan, that particular Posuk, which translates as the Nozir will uh, take his haircut uh, at the entrance of, to the Oyel Moed. We'll see later that that's not necessary to be understood literally, according to many of the opinions. V'gilach anozir Pesach al-Moed That's the Pesach, B'Shlomim HaKosov Medaber. This is a reference to the haircut taken 
after the Shlomim Korban is offered. Shneemar, it says in the case of the Shlomim, in a different context, it says, Vishachtoi Pesach Olmoid. So you can see we've dashed, underlined that expression that you find in the Posuk that deals with the Nazir, and in this other Posuk, which is written in the case of the Shlomim Korban. So that the expression Pesach Olmoid clues you into the idea that when dealing with the Nazir, it's after the Shlomim was sacrificed, the Nazir takes his haircut. Tosfus points out, Tosfus is found on the top of Omid Beis, throughout this Masechta, you've seen the Tosfus in our not always located in their exact proper location. Nevertheless, Tosfus says that this drosha is in accordance with the opinion of Rebuter that we saw in the Mishnah, that it's based on the slaughtering, the offering, the sacrificing of the of the Shlomim Korban that enables the Nazir to take his final haircut. So the Gemara continues, Ata Oimer Pesach Oil Moed Mamish. You're saying that the Pesach Omeid expression is a, a an alternative expression for Korban Shlom. Maybe, though, it means literally that the Nazir shall take his haircut at the entrance of the enclosed section part of the Mishkan or the Beis HaMikdash. Amris more responds, Im Cain, if you were to take the Posuk on, on its literal meaning, that he takes his haircut at the entrance to this very, very holy location, the Ohel Moed, Derech Bizayonhu, that's a disgrace. Haircuts are not associated with the, we'll say the most um, honorable, lofty activity. It's true it's part of a mitzvah, but it's not something that one would do in such a holy location. So, uh, with that, we'll say, svara, the Gemara dismisses the simple or literal meaning of the Pasuk and opts to uh, interpret it as a reference to the Korban Shlomim. The Gemara goes on, to, uh, elaborates on this point, and we're following the reading as suggested by the Gro, Veharei uh, Omra Torah. The Torah has said in the construction of the uh, Mizbeach, the altar, uh, which was a rather uh, tall uh, structure in the courtyard of the Beis Hamikdash, it said Lo Sale B'Malus Al Mizbechi that. In rising to the top of the altar, one should not rise uh, walking up steps, but rather using a ramp. There would be less, we'll say, revelation of the uh, the legs or the underpart of the uh, Kohen's body in that way. The Torah was very concerned with modesty and dignity, and that's what this pasuk represents. Lo sale is bichi kavachomer lederach bizayon. All the more so where an act is associated with something that is disgraceful, a, a haircut. It's, uh, maybe disgraceful is too harsh a term, but it's, it's not an act of honor, we will say, and therefore it's certainly not going to be uh, done at the entrance to the Ohel Moed, or the, the uh, enclosed section of the Beis HaMikdash. 
Divrei Rabbi Yoshia. You'll notice that a uh, number of lines are being skipped now. We pick up uh, after the parenthesis section, Rabbi Yitzchok Omer. Even if it wasn't a derech bizayon, Rabbi Yitzchok will tell us he would not take the haircut at the entrance of the oil moyed. Rabbi Yitzchok Omer eno tzorech. You don't need that former approach. Harei hu Omer velokach es seor rosh nizro v'nosan al ho'esh v'chulei the posuk uh, describes the taking of the hair after it was cut and placed uh, on the fire underneath the pot in which the shlomim meat is being cooked. The shlomim uh, meat could be eaten uh, anywhere in Yerushalayim and therefore it could be cooked anywhere in Yerushalayim. If you are going to say that the haircut is restricted to the entrance of the oil mayed, well then, from that point, from the haircut point, to where the uh, fire under the pot cooking the korban meat is, 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 is located, is uh, quite a distance. It's not something that you just hand off from the haircut directly to under the pot. And the Pesach said, You have Lokach taking the hair and immediately placing it on the fire. What the Torah anticipates is a taking of the hair and without missing any interim activity, immediately placing it under the pot where the fire is cooking the korban meat. Yotzozeh, this would be to the exclusion of a case where the haircut would be at the entrance of the Olmoyed, Shu Mechusser Lekicha Havo'a Unasin, Havo'a being transportation. If you look at the Tesis once again on Omid Beis, Velo, uh, this, this is the third Tesis on Omid Beis, Velo Vemishim Mechusser Havo'a Lekicha Unasin, Shere Shlomim Necholen Bechol Ho'ir. As we explained before, the Shlomim is eaten wherever you are in Yerushalayim, within the city of Yerushalayim. Ve'im Megaleach Pesach Olmoyed, the Dud, Dud is the cauldron, the Dud Shlomim Bo'ir, if the haircut was at the entrance of the oil moid, that's in the base of Migdash proper, and the meat is being cooked somewhere in town, the havo stage would also be necessary, so you would have an interruption, so to speak, between the taking of the hair and immediately placing it on the fire. So with that approach, Rabbi Yitzchok excludes the Haircut being specifically or limited to the Pesach Olmoyed. Iko Diamri, another approach to Rabbi Yitzchok, Rabbi Yitzchok Bishlomim Hakosov Medaber. The Pesach is speaking about a Korban Shlomim. We should point out that uh, the next few lines until Abu Chonan, according to the Gro, uh, a number of uh, commentaries uh, do not include this in the text. It's poshere, it's a, a girsa that's not accepted. Uh, there are those, though, that read it, but recognize that it's essentially the same as the uh, first, the opening Lashon, combined with uh, the point that Rabbi Yoshio made. So, we'll read it, but understanding there's not going to be any chidish, no, nothing new in this section. So, another version of Yitzhak reads, uh, Rabbi Yitzhak Omer, Bishlom Kosov Medaber, the 
posuk of Vigila Chanozer Pesach Omoid is a reference to the Korban Shlomim. Ata Oimer B'Shlomim HaKosuv Medaber O Eino Elo Pesach Ohel Mohid Mamish. You're saying that the posuk is a code for the Korban Shlomim. Maybe it means simply that the haircut takes literally at takes place literally at the entrance of the base of Mikdash. Tamad Lomar Velokach Es Seor Rosh Nizro. Uh, from the Pesach that says he takes the hair and places it on the fire under the pot where the Corban is being cooked we understand that the hair is cut at the place that the meat is being cooked and the meat is not being cooked at the entrance to the O.L. Moed and therefore that is not the location for the haircut. Abacholon Omer Mishum Rabbi Eliezer Vigilach Hanazir Pesach Moed. What does he learn from that pasuk? Kolzman Sheein Pesach Moed Pasuach Eino Megaleach. As long as the the gate, the doors of the Pesach of the Ohel Moed are not open, there is no haircut to take place. In other words, he's understanding the pasuk. Uh, is describing the, we'll say, the timing of the haircut. The timing is only when the doors are open. Reb Shimon Shizuri Omer, the Gila Hanozir Pesach Moed, again, the same Pesach, Velo Mizira. So he looks at the gender of the Pesach, the, the Nozir, the male, in the male form, he takes his haircut at the entrance, and his approach is quite a departure from that which we've seen earlier, that namely that the the haircut of a male nazir is actually at the entrance of the olmoid below nazira but not the female uh, a, a female nazira she too has a haircut that's taken but it's not going to be in such a public location she would find a more sonua more modest private location the gemara continues with an explanation of why ribshimin shizuri says that Shemo Yisgaru Ba Pirchei Kahuna. If the female Nazira is taking her haircut uh, in such a public location, the Pirchei Kahuna, the young Kohanim, might become aroused uh, by her. And that's, of course, uh, not a, uh, it's a very undesirable uh, moral situation. We don't want uh, the men being aroused by the presence of a woman taking her haircut in such a public setting. Omar Lo, so. They said to Rav Shimon Shizuri, according to you, then uh, let the case of the Sota prove to the contrary. The Sota is a married woman, suspect of immorality, and the Sota ceremony involves, uh, we'll say, a, a certain amount of physical exposure of the woman, her her head covering is taken off, and she stands, and it says in the Pesach, She stood in the Azora, in a very public setting, And we're not concerned over there with the Sota ceremony, the ceremony that's designed to establish her guilt or innocence. We're not concerned with the possible arousal of the young uh, men, folk, Kohanim. Omar Lohem, so Reb Shimon Shizuri responded, how can you compare the case of the Sota, the case of the Nazira? Zu Kecheles Upokeses. 
Kochelis and pokesis are different forms of, we'll say, cosmetics. Zu eno kochelis u pokesis. I'm not sure you have to take this literally, but the the point is is that the nazira, it, she, it's true she shaves off her hair, but she's entitled to uh, beautify herself with cosmetics. And the sota woman, the whole point of the sota ceremony is to denigrate and disparage her. It's a very it's a shameful uh, ceremony and. Being that it's a shameful ceremony, one doesn't have to worry, in the case of the sota, of the menfolk being aroused. But the uh, arousal possibility remains with, with regard to the nazira, with regard to the nazir woman, if it were done so publicly. Hence, Sir Shimon Shizuri sticks to his drusha that only a man would have his hair shaved at the entrance to the O.L. Moed and not the woman. The Mishnah. The hair of the Nazir would be taken and would be placed under the cauldron, the pot in which the korban is being cooked. If the haircut took place outside the Beis HaMikdash, Medina, meaning in Jerusalem, as opposed to the Beis Hamikdash, lo hoya mishaleach tachas adud. Then there would be no uh, placing of the hair under the cauldron. Bamed vamurim betiglachas hatara. This is true with regard to the concluding haircut of a regular, properly observed nazirus. Avo betiglachas atuma. The haircut that's required after a nazir becomes defiled in the middle of his nazirus, lo hoya mishaleach tachasadut. The hair from that haircut was not placed under the pot where the nazir uh, tome korbonos were being cooked. Rabbi Meir Omer hakol mishalchen tachasadut chutz min hatome sheba medina bilvad. Rabbi Meir says all cases of nazir haircuts. Hair is placed. The hair is placed under the pots, with the only exception being the tome haircut done outside the base hamidish, done in the medina. The Gemara continues with a dibur hamasl from the Mishnah Hoya Noitel Rosh Nizro. Before we go further in the Gemara, on the side we have a no say topic heading: the Sinas Seir Nozir Tachas Hadud Sheboi Mizbashel Hakorban. Going to elaborate on this topic of the placing of the hair in the fire under the pot cooking up the nozir korban. After the haircut, the uh, while the korban meat is cooking in the pot, the rotev is the gravy. Some gravy is taken from the pot in which the sacrifice meat is cooking, and that gravy was added, was poured over the hair, the cut hair, and then that, we'll call that now uh, wet hair, as a result of the gravy added to it, that is put in the fire under the pot cooking up the shlomim sacrifice. We pointed out earlier that the nazir at the end of his nazirus brings three different korbanas, a chatas, an ola, and a shlomo. The ola is not 
cooked up, it's completely burnt on the altar. The chattas, though, is also cooked, it's consumed by the kohanim. So the source tells us, im shilach tachas adud shel chattas, v'osham yotza. If the hair was placed under the pot where the chattas uh, or osham are cooking, he is fulfilling his requirements. The Gemara asks, the presence of the Osham in this source seems to be uh, incongruous. Osham benazir tor mi'ika, and Osham, is it part of the sacrifices that a nazir tor brings? This source talks about a shlomim, and hence you know you're talking about a nazir tor. The Osham is a sacrifice brought by a nazir who became tome. So how do you mix the Osham into this source? Omar rova hochi ko'omar. Ve'im nozir tome mishaleach tachas hadud shel osham yotza. If the nozir tome, who requires a haircut, takes the hair and puts it under the pot in which the osham is cooking, he has fulfilled his requirements. Minohani mili. From where do we know that the gravy is added to the hair? Omar rava, omar kro, asher tachas zeva hashlomim. That's the posuk, and we darshan the posuk mizivcho yehei tachtov. That means from the korban, not the meat itself, but from the gravy in which the meat is cooking, there shall be underneath it, underneath it in the fire, under the pot. And that's accomplished by adding the gravy to the hair, which is placed under the pot. V'im shilach tachas adud shochatas yotza. My time from where do we know that the placing of the hair under the chatos pot he's also in fulfillment when after all the original posuk says um, so how do you how do you include from a posuk that deals with the korban shlomim even the korban chatos on makro the posuk used the word zevach. It said Zevach Hashlomim. It didn't say Asher Tachas Hashlomim, but it added the word Zevach. The Rabois es Hachatos Osham. It includes, Zevach means a sacrifice. So we're including these other sacrifices as also legitimate locales for the hair to be placed. The Gemara asks, Veho Afikte, Lehai Zevach, Leroitev. We Used the word zevach already before for a reference to the uh, gravy. So the word zevach is already used for a different purpose. How can you say that zevach is here to include a chatos and osham? The Gemara answers: Im kain, if it's only for the gravy, lemokra meirotev hashlamim. My zevach, why use the word zevach? If all you're interested in is the gravy, its purpose is to include the chatos and osham as sites for the placing of the hair. Maybe that's the sole purpose of the word zevach and not for the gravy. If the whole purpose of the posik is simply to include other sacrifices uh, and not to teach. The idea of from the shlomim there goes under the pot, i.e. the rotev. 
So the Pesach would have said, Shlomim Uzevach, my Zevach HaShlomim, by the fact that the Pesach is constructed that way, Zevach HaShlomim, Shema Amino Tarti, I conclude both points. The inclusion of Chathas and Osham, plus the Rotev addition to the hair. The Toysvist in the lower part of the page, on the first of the widest lines, he says, In Kain Leim Shlomim Uzevach, my Zevach HaShlomim, Midesomach Zevach HaShlomim, Lemidrash from the fact that the Pesach is constructed that way, Zevach HaShlomim, it teaches me, Tachas HaShlomim Ye Min HaZevach. That's also part of the teaching. We continue in the Gemara, Tonu Rabbonan, Hakol Hoyu Mishalchen Tachas HaDud, Chutz Mitome Shegilach Medina, and all the different, we'll say, nausea haircut possibilities, the hair was placed under the cauldron, with the exception of the Tuma haircut done outside the base of English. Nikbar, Divrei Rabbi Meir. A Nazir Tome haircut done outside the base of English, the rule concerning that hair is that it is to be buried. Tosus points out that Nolan, he says that we don't know where that is learned from, but we're working with that as simply a given. That's Rabbi Meir. Now, Rabbi Huda Omer. Tahoyrim, when it comes to the Nazir Tohor haircut, the hair from them, Kan Vikan Hoyumishachin, whether it's a haircut done in the base Amigdosh or a haircut done outside the base Amigdosh, the hair was placed under the Korban pots. Temeim, Kan Vikan Lo Hoyumishachin. When it comes to a Nazir Tome haircut, wherever it took place, whether it be in the Medina or the Mikdash, it was not placed under the pot. Notice there's a third opinion, that in none of the Nazir haircut situations would the hair be placed under the pot. With that exception, the haircut done in the Beis HaMikdash by a Nazir Tohor, because that is, we'll say, the, the, the optimum situation, the best way for things to take place. Uh, certainly, it's best that there was no Tuma involved, and best by way of, the, we'll say, the choice location. With that, we conclude our Shior for today.